new actions. Salutations. Um, hey, I'm I'm Bronwyn. Hi, <laughs> hi, Bronwyn. Bronwyn, uh-huh. tell us. I mean, I guess you already said your name. I was about to do like an icebreaker, like what class looks like. Tell us your name and, and one fun thing, one fun fact about you. Um, I'm currently drinking Earl Grey tea. Amazing. Hi, Sophia. Hi, Bronwyn. No, I was doing it because like you didn't introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, your name, one fun fact about yourself. I'm Sophia, and there are four dogs in my house right now. Oh, nice to meet you. Pass the ball to the next person. <laughs> D- <laughs> listener, tell us your name and one fun fact about yourself. Um, yeah. That might be a bit difficult. I hate those dice baker games. I know, they're the I'm worst. Sorry. There are a few things I'd, I get the purpose of it. I do understand because I would definitely do the same thing if I was a teacher with a group of students. But I just, I when you have to think about something that is interesting about yourself and you're like, I read books. Yeah, and you're literally. Like in an English class and you're like, <laughs> I'm in an English class. Like, it's not that cool, but like, you know. The second someone asks me, about myself I forget everything I've ever done in my 17 years on this earth like I it is for some reason such a I just knocked over something on the floor there we go um it's such a bad question yeah I'm not a fan not a fan I'm also not good at movies people I had this situation like yesterday someone was like what are some movies that you like and first of all, they didn't like one of the movies that I said I liked, which oh. is fine. They had a good reason, but also it hurt a little bit. Um, <laughs> and also, I don't really watch that many movies, so I was kind of like, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I can help you. I'll pull up Netflix be like, what have I watched recently? Nothing. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't watch a lot of but it's, it's fine. movies either. Yeah. Because the thing is with me, I have trouble watching new movies because I don't know if I'm going to like it. So like why would yeah. I sit down for two and a half hours watching something I don't I won't necessarily like? I basically like? would only watch a movie unless I'm specifically like waiting for it or I'm like, "Yes, this is the movie that I want to watch." Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't just try out movies that I want to watch. If I watch no. a movie, I tend to choose something I've already watched, which is not a great like I should branch out more, but also comfort movies, you know. You exactly. Mhm. Happy Wednesday for you guys. Happy Tuesday for us. Um, Indeed. What have What have you been up to? Me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm. I am a little tired. I'm realizing, looking at myself on the call that Bron and I are on that I look kind of dead but I you 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 Not were talking to like the listeners as in like happy Wednesday for them to answer. I know that but that's my brain's <laughs> working a little slower than usual today okay it's anyway uh what have I been up to yeah well um do you want me to segue into the topic because I can do that well we haven't done word that so I know but 
<laughs> I know, that's why I was asking. Oof. Well, this morning... I mean, you can. <laughs> There's not really a particular reason that we try to keep it a secret. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're gonna break the flow of things today. Well, this morning I was at the farm, and that was a great time. We... It was very, very hot today. And we were in the direct sun for most of it. But, you know, lots of water. It's always good to hydrate. Um... What did we do? Sunscreen. I've, I've heard sunscreen. that people were, were putting sunscreen on today. I put on sunscreen today. Bronwyn was very proud of me. Here's the thing, guys. I know I need to put on sunscreen. And I do put on sunscreen. What? Like, I do. No, I do. <laughs> I, I do. This is the face of skepticism. In, in most places. But I also never burn. Um... So sometimes if I'm in a rush and it's, I know, cause the farm, it's usually like, there is always a shady spot and you'll usually be working half in the sun, half in the shade. So if I'm in a rush, I know I'm not gonna burn. So I don't put on sunscreen. And I mentioned this to Bronwyn and she yelled at me and that, you know, it was fair. I should be putting on sunscreen every day that I'm going outside. It's that, see I what it sounds like to burn, me is though. like you're justifying something that you know is you know not great and and yet you never listen convincing. to me when I yell at you to sleep. Well, I do. Mhm. No, no you don't. You only just started <laughs> listening to me like to and even well, then not really. It's just, you no, know, you sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you're busy. Sometimes you're in a rush. And See, the, 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 never do I burn. You can, the difference is, you can grab and go. Like, you can just... Yeah, like, but it's then not, you get, like, sunscreen not, like, all over the car. Also, it's sticky. I don't want it on me. <laughs> I mean... Then make better... Get better... Get better sunscreen. Uh, it's really so funny. Sure. My cousins... Um, that I've been babysitting, they're quite little... And they will put on sunscreen, and there's certain types that are like zinc sunscreens that are kind of hard to rub in, and they'll take so much, like just so much. You you only need a little bit, and then you know you, you spread it around your face. They like coat their face, and the sunscreen that like you they can't, enjoy the sticky substance. It doesn't. They look like ghosts, and you can't get it off, like unless you really really work and rub it in. Then maybe you can, like, get it in. But, like, at best, they're just, like, quite chalky. <laughs> oh, boy. They'll just they'll lather up. And it's... Oh, man. I mean, they don't burn. Because they do sunscreen. Stuff there you go. Um, also, as a PSA, I apologize if you hear yapping in the background of my audio... We have a puppy who is currently in the crate because I'm the only one home and I can't be downstairs hanging out with him right now. And he's upset at me because he can hear me talking and he knows that I'm not hanging out with him. <laughs> so, uh, Aww. it's okay. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go say hi. Okay. Good. Um, Sophia, what's your word look? My first wordlet, so these are both in English for once, but they are both <laughs> from the other wordly book that Justin gave me. 
Um, the first one I thought was really cute. It's crudle. <laughs> and crudle means to cuddle or nest together from fear or cold, um, or to make a noise like a dove. I'm crudling. <laughs> okay, is that, that that's so bizarre to me. <laughs> you know, it's like a crudle. Is it like just a mix between like cuddle and croon? I think so. <laughs> Crudle. But why have you... Like why a bird noise, but ever also need... cuddling. Yeah, see, yeah, that's the thing. They're so different. Why do you ever need one word to describe the two? Like, like, but, but, but like, like, how often do you have to specifically describe someone who is both cuddling and, like, crooning? <laughs> okay, I don't know if it's a simul... It's two separate definitions, but it's not a simultaneous thing. I'm cuddling and going... Words coo, coo, coo. exist for them. <laughs> well, I don't think that's what... I don't think that's... <laughs> the, intended, <laughs> the intended noise. It's not like a crow. Like, caca. <laughs> well, okay, you do a... You crudle, then. What does a dove sound like? Like, cool. Oh, that's so different from what I did. That's yeah, that was the exact same thing. You just you know, the like, same okay, thing. you know when you have like a baby in your arms, you're just you know like when that happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> sure. But you know when there's like a baby and mm-hmm. then like like they're like, Oh, you know, the old lady is crooning to the baby or whatever and it's just like oh, oh. You, you, oh how oh nice. Oh cool cool. It's not like cool cool <laughs> No, it says to make a noise like a dove, not specifically crooning. What does a dove sound like? I don't know. No, the doves are the ones that when you hold the dove it's like it's like throat cool, cool. Yeah, that Oh, it's that, that. It's that. that See, go. that's not. That's also different, though. I will admit that I did it wrong, but that's also weird. <laughs> <laughs> so cuddling and making that noise. Um, Stop cuddling. No. Okay. <laughs> so it's two. First of all, it's two separate definitions. You're not cuddling and crooning at the same time. Also, it says to cuddle or nest together. So like, it implies that like when you're crudling, you're oh, like it's a cuddling bird. like a bird. Or maybe it is to describe a bird, because to make a noise like a dove, like a dove. And no, but other so maybe birds, it's unless it's a mockingbird, I don't think situation. other birds are going to specifically make a noise like a dove while they cuddle uh, together. Maybe a dove? Okay, but then it would, <laughs> then it would say the, the noise that doves make, not when doves make a noise like a dove, that doesn't make... <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, like a parrot then. Or a raven. Ravens can, Im- can imitate. Crows can imitate. Yeah, okay, but it's not um, going to be a word for three specific birds that can imitate. There are many. Mockingbird. I already said that. Mockingbird, parrot, raven. Um, parrotlet. Okay. Um, Same category. We need to... And now we'd like to introduce you to our guest, Bert, Mary, uh, <laughs> who did our cover art. Mary, come on on. Come on, come on, on. Mary, who did our cover art, that, that's her last name, mm-hmm. um, is a bird expert. She is. She has a lovely bird who is also sometimes a demon, but we love them anyway. They're awesome. They're the yeah. best. Roswell. So... You know, I think we need to move on from this one word. Like, can you say your first one? It, it bothers me. I love okay. it. Okay, so my word is umaseats. 
That um, sounds like a virus. Continue. Well, it's also known as water mold. <laughs> Why? Why is this? A- and it's a group of sever- several hundred organisms that include some of the most devastating plant pathogens. Well, because... I was looking up words for our topic, and one thing led to another. All of a sudden, I'm looking at umseeds, and it looked like a cool word. Um, it isn't great. It's like types of algae, not type of, like types of, maybe algae, I don't know. Types of water organisms that like eat away at plants, and they're like bad for plants and stuff, and they're not great. Um, they're like different viruses or bacteria. But I don't like it's it. It's a cool word because it's spelled no, it's a bad o- word. O M Y C E T E S. Well, it looked cool though. But I don't Did like it. Did you know it, what a umiseed was before? No, and I had no desire to. I could have lived my whole life without knowing what an umiseed is. And then you wouldn't be able to help fight them. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. But then all your plant friends. I don't want anything. Think about to it do- this way. By you you know, being happy in your ignorance about umiseeds, you're allowing for the destruction of plants who can then, which will then affect your beloved tortoise population. (laughs) I'm sorry to break it to you in this most horrible way, and I kind of feel bad (laughs) now. But there, it's an important. So, uh, Bronwyn, what do you suggest I do to prevent the spread of umiseeds, which have now taken up all Um, of my attention? Well, I don't really know what they are, other than this definition. (laughs) I don't know where they come from, but I do know that certain algaes and stuff. Basically, if you're like at a lake or a pond and you had a picnic and you want to wash your dishes, you really shouldn't do it in the in the water especially if there's still food on your dishes, because that um, feeds algae, which I think some of them um, probably are umiseeds. Um, so, for example, if you went to a lake, you would now know not to feed the umiseeds. Oh, that would be such a great sign. You know, like those signs that are like, do not feed the ducks? <laughs> Do not feed the umiseeds. Oh my god. (laughs) Am I wrong? No. What is your next wordlet? My next wordlet is Inglenook. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I just thought it was another cute one. It means a close, intimate corner by a fireplace where people gather for warmth. So Ingle means a hearth in Scots. You hate this one too? What's wrong with this one? Ingle Nook! It's, nice. it's cute! It's fine. It's sweet! I guess. <laughs> you know what? I actually feel like I've seen... Okay, so I watched... Um, I forgot. I think it was Emma. The movie based off of the Jane Austen book. The most recent version of the movie. And they do this thing where they have these like screens... And basically, because everyone would just, like, gather around the fireplace, and if someone wanted to be, like, have the heat enclosed, or if they just wanted to be alone, they would literally just pull these screens out and then put them around the person's chair. So anyways, that's kind of an ingle look. It's really not, but okay. Um, we've spent a lot of time on word lits, so 
let's move to your second one before you can argue with me for 10 minutes about crudeling. <sighs> My next one is light moti- light motif, um, which is cool. It's a recurrent theme throughout a musical or literary composition associated with a particular person pu- idea or situation that is cool because it can be throughout a musical composition so in a song there can be references to like there can be a repeated pattern or something that could be a reference to something else or if it's a song about like light there could be this one part that like is a recurring dark and stormy feel that's just like boo Yeah, that's kind of it. That's very cool. See? What's our topic this week? Why don't you explain the topic, Bronwyn? You came up with it. Our to- Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> our topic is gardening. Wow, I'm so glad I let you explain the topic. <laughs> I don't what, know. what a I magnificent job you did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're kind of at each other's throats today. <laughs> it's just, you know. It's one of those days, I guess, apparently. There's just a lot of chaotic energy. I was going to say in the studio, but since that's In the not, virtual studio. In, in the virtual space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, our topic is... In the is, cloud. Our... Our topic oh, is, right. is gardening. I feel like I'm going to have to redirect you so many times in this episode. Um, I already have. Gardening. There's this one. Gardening's great. Yeah, Can- I, I was about to go on another tangent. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> and it was going to be a tangent about tangents. <laughs> so We are so deep. Can I just now. say it? No, I'm not going to. It's not, no, it's not even important. No, please don't. Okay. I, I'm going to have to go soon. Okay. What's your word? My, I have two words because they're both very good and kind of short and I couldn't decide. The first one is floriculture because I thought it was just kind of adorable because it's a culture of flowers (laughs) and I loved that. Um, It means the cultivation of flowers, which is great. So like, you know, floriculture, that's all. But it's it's just such a cute word because it's like flowers, but also culture. I don't know. I loved it. It is very good. The etymology. It's very happy. Yeah, right? Like, it's sweet. I don't know. I thought it was nice. Um, so the etymology, it comes from Latin, uh, floss or flor, which means flower, English culture, and English horticulture, and became floriculture. Ooh. Ooh. Um, what about your first word? Or actually, you, can, uh, you should probably do both at the same time. They look related. Yeah, so mine kind of go together. Um, <laughs> that sounded like so sassy. Like my, I'm so much better than you because my wordlets have to do with each or not my words have to do with each other. You, I also can't hear how loud I'm speaking because of these headphones. So I'm kind of you sound. Think, you, it's it sounds normal to me. I have been yelling this whole time, so you're gonna have to lower the volume on my audio. Anyways, um. My first word is zygomorphic, which um, for a flower means only having having only one plane of symmetry. So like a pea or a snapdragon, bilat or bilaterally symmetrical. So like 
flowers that have an even number of petals, you could split them in the middle and they're going to be symmetrical, which is kind of cool. Very but cool. But then flowers can also be actinomorphic, which means they're characterized by radial symmetry. So symmetry around a central axis. So like um, if you have like the middle of the flower, like the yellow part, and then you have petals all the way around, they're kind of going to act in symmetrical ways, even though the flower itself is not like bilaterally symmetrical. So I'm bringing, you know, the math into this. Of course um, you bring so like math into it. a starfish it. or like an odd petal flower, like a daisy. Um, and the word actinomorphic comes from the Greek actis or actin, meaning ray, and morphe, meaning form or shape. Um, so actinomorphic just a way of characterizing flowers which is kind of cool fascinating (laughs) (laughs) what you were rude for my words i liked your word wait what was it you're very nice for your Uh no that is cool i like that they both (sighs) were good they were nice words from them cool math love it my my next word is perennial um which means lasting or existing for a long or apparently infinite time so enduring or continually recurring and the reason why i chose it was because there are perennial plants um there could be perennial flowers we were talking about we had a whole conversation about this the other day at the farm and we were discussing which plants were perennial um and how we all have some perennial plants in our gardens at home um like hydrangeas and bleeding hearts that come back every year uh so it comes from the latin perennis which means lasting the year through which is a very cool latin word can i just say um and then the english suffix suffix eel to become perennial um, which means remaining leafy throughout the year or evergreen. Are there any veggies that are perennial? Um, that's a good question. I should ask Farmer Jay when we go back to the farm. Um, it's you know they're great. I'm not sure. Then you don't have to plant them every year. <laughs> I know some herbs there. are perennial. Yes. But mint. I'm not sure about veggies. Specifically. Don't plant mint in your garden. I do know this because it's invasive. Isn't it? It's invasive, and then all of a sudden you won't have a garden with mint. You'll have mint kind of in kind of a garden, but mostly just mint. <laughs> it can still be a garden just full of mint. Oh, but it's it's not nice. <laughs> the mint has it's no like, control over its invasiveness. But what do you do with mint, right? Like, you can make pesto, kind of, but it's going to be super minty unless tea. you have basil, too. You can make, like, mint cookies. Make a lot of tea. You can pretend it's gum. Put it in baked goods. When you're six years old, and you're like, I'm going to go eat some gum. That's so specific. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's accurate, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good words. Good words indeed. Um, since I just said yes. my word, do you want to start with one of your quotes? And you have more quotes than I do. Oh, yes, I have a lot. I didn't know if I was going to say them all, but, like, I'll say my first two because they're, like, short and kind of just made me happy. Um, bad news, I didn't look up these people, but 
It's okay. Um, We've, we're running out of time, it's so fine. don't it's worry fine. about okay. it. Okay. So, solid. Um, uh-oh, where are you? Sorry, you went away. Okay. My first one is kind of sad. A weed is but an unloved flower. Aww. That's by Ella Wheeler Wilcox. Um, it's kind of sad, but the thing is it's true because dandelions, right? These flowers, not a weed, these are like the most useful flowers ever. They are going to be all over your lawn if you live in like where we live or if you live like, I think. It's uh, helpful. Yeah. Um, and they just like, they're, they're great. You can put the, the greens, you can put the, the leaves in salads. Some great salad greens. You can cook the greens. You can eat the stem cook the stem you can eat the root you can which is probably somewhat starchy so you got your starch there and you can eat the flower which is a little bit sweeter um and these are like great you can literally eat the whole thing they're so useful and they're like pollen like they have pollen they're good to have on your lawn because then all the uh the butterflies and bees can go uh you know pollinate um and they're just awesome but the thing is people don't like them and so then they said you know what we don't like you anymore we're gonna call you a weed but like but but they're good so it's just you know i just wanted to talk about dandelions um and then my next one is so stupid but it made me laugh and you know i have a joke that i'll tell you as well oh my goodness you made a Um, pun your quote this has become well, no. Quite the well, episode. Yes. yes, I can't even deny it. Okay, so the next one is novels and gardens. She says, I like to move from plot to plot. <laughs> Uh-oh, it's not letting me access my, my funny joke. Okay, um, but yeah, so it's a funny joke because it's like plot, like a novel has a plot, and so does a garden, right? A plot of land. Um, and that's by Bill Richardson in Bachelor Brothers Bed and Breakfast. Um, and yeah. So I thought that was really funny. But even funnier is this joke that I have right here. If my thing loads. Welcome to our comedy podcast, Quotes and Anecdotes. So it's glitching. So I'm. Oh, is it gonna work? It worked. Okay. Ready for this? As I suspected, someone's been adding soil to my garden. The plot thickens. <laughs> that one's pretty good. I didn't come up with it, so don't glare at me. That's pretty good. <laughs> the plot thickens. Because, like, you know what? I'm not going to explain it. Please don't. Because apparently it's less funny when I do that, but like... <laughs> it is. <laughs> when, okay, Bronwyn loves puns and yeah, loves annoying me with them specifically. And now it's come to the point where... Mo- see, most of them aren't that funny to me, she cracks herself up. She thinks they're hilarious. I do not have 
that that sense of humor. Um, but she she has convinced humor. herself that when I don't laugh, it's because I don't get the joke, and therefore must explain the joke to me. And I have had to say over and over that it's simply because they're not that funny, and explaining it makes it less funny. <laughs> Crazy how that works sometimes. I sound I mean, really mean this episode, and I apologize <laughs> for that. <laughs> I sound so, so horrible. But I've heard, you have I mean, to understand, everyone, I've heard enough puns to last me a lifetime in the past okay, here's month. here's the thing, though, right? It's one thing if it's, like, my joke, and you're like, you're not that funny. But you're just being mean to this poor person who came up with this really funny pun and I'm just, you know, I'm just spreading the, the, the word and and so, you know it's it's not on me if you mm-hmm. don't like it laugh to make me feel good and then go find that person and say, hey, you're not funny <laughs> uh, I'll get on that <laughs> okay, good, 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 good but yeah, so, uh in case you're looking for another joke, let me just read it one more time. No. Um, as I suspect. <laughs> no. Um, anyways, my first quote, everyone, is... Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sometimes since I've been... To in the, whom? To everyone. To you, to me? the listeners, oh, to myself. Well. To everyone in this situation (laughs) on behalf of whom on behalf of what on behalf of my joke no i'm sorry well i'm sorry Uh, yes okay sure on behalf of the joke on behalf of me being mean on behalf of bronwyn's (laughs) constant puns on behalf of us being mean to each other this episode (laughs) i just apologize anyways my first quote. <laughs> I'm a mess. Sorry. Sometimes. I'm going to get all these texts from, like, your family members who listen <laughs> saying, oh, you know, we think you're funny. It's okay. Anyway, so we, can we abort this episode halfway through? <laughs> can, can we, like, cancel it? Sorry. This Restart. one's never Oh, boy. Hey, guys. <laughs> so we didn't finish the episode. Audio action. Um... Okay, this is my quote. I'm going to read it now. After all that. Let's make a conscious decision to change the energy. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ready? (sighs) Do some box breathing. No, okay. I've got to just read it, bud. I'm not going to box breathe (laughs) in the middle of the podcast. (laughs) Okay, go. Sometimes, since I've been in the garden, I've looked up through the trees at the sky and I have had a strange feeling of being happy, as if something was pushing and drawing in my chest and making me breathe fast. Magic is always pushing and drawing and making things out of nothing. Everything is made of magic. Leaves and trees, flowers and birds, badgers and foxes and squirrels, and people. So it must be all around us, in this garden, in all the places. And that's from The Secret Garden, which is one of my favorite books of all time, if not my favorite book. Um, it's a great book. I've talked about it so much on this podcast, so I won't talk about it anymore, but I just thought this was really sweet. Like, the magic of 
being in the garden and how that can make you feel happier just by being outside and like looking up at the sun and being like I'm just I'm in a garden and I'm just chilling just chilling I like that quote it's a very pretty um we are seriously running out of time so how about your next quote my next quote is a poem by patient strong called cobwebs I went in the garden this morning at dawn, and there in the grass on the shimmering lawn were hundreds of cobwebs like fairy nets spread, bejeweled with blue I was fearful to tread, for here was a thing that no human had made, and breathless with wonder I stood still afraid, that beauty so fragile would vanish from sight, the miracle wrought on my lawn overnight. That's so nice! Yeah, I really liked it. It's again that kind of thing, you know, like the, just like dandelions and stuff like the best parts of like gardens and lawns are the parts that are like not intentional yeah I love that I really like that it's very pretty um and Winifred Emma May was a poet from the UK best known for her work under the pen name Patience Strong her poems were usually short simple and imbued with sentimentality the beauty of nature and inner strength which is very sweet that's wonderful. And what's your final quote? My final quote is, A garden should make you feel you've entered a privileged space, a space not just set apart but reverberant. And it seems to me that, to achieve this, the gardener must put some kind of twist on the existing landscape, turning its prose into something nearer poetry. Um, which, you know, is a different way of saying plot and plot and equating them to be the same <laughs> thing. Um, by comparing gardens to books, but I just thought it was really nice, like, the way that, um, gardens are kind of a combination of nature and human influence, like, you can shape your garden, maybe not whatever way you want, because nature has a way of getting around that, but you can, like, um, influence the way that your garden looks in many different ways mm -hmm. and um in some cases you can turn it into something like poetry which i thought was a really sweet way of describing gardening yeah, so, yeah. beautiful indeed do you want to start with some anecdotes? also can i just say well the person who said that quote was michael pollan Oh, I know. I noticed that and was immediately but like, pollen. yeah, Bronwyn's going to comment on the pollen. <laughs> I actually <laughs> did notice that one. Usually I don't, it's pretty funny. like, come up with puns, but I, that one I was like, this is a, that's a cool name, not cool name, but that's an, a fitting name. There that's we go. That's a name. That's a name. There Indeed. we go. What's your first anecdote? <laughs> <laughs> um... I'll start with one that we don't share. So, recent. So, um. Oh my gosh, I just forgot how to start a story. Like, what is talking? Anymore? <laughs> um. Give me a second. Recently, uh, my brother and my mom have started a garden. <laughs> what? I'm trying! 
I'm trying No, it's so good. Hard. It's good. It's good. Ignore me. No, <laughs> she's laughing at me. I know I can't talk. Just... It's been a long day. It's... That's fair. I get that. No, I want to hear this story. Tell me about it. Uh, so my mom and my brother have recently started cultivating a little mini garden on our deck and um, it's especially my mom and my brother that are really obsessed with this garden and it's great they're having a great time my brother well both of them actually um, have been really really excited about growing peppers they are they my brother loves spice and so he can't wait to try we're actually growing ghost peppers which is the spiciest pepper in the world Jeez. and we will literally have to wear gloves and goggles when we use them in um sauces and stuff because they hurt that are much they legal? to even i don't know aren't there some peppers that are like illegal probably not ghost peppers but well not ghost peppers but ghost peppers are well known as the spiciest pepper like it's ridiculous dang so that they they have been painful. researching like there's a whole pepper there's a spiciness scale apparently and ghost mm. peppers are like one million and jalapenos are only like ninety thousand or something or maybe even maybe like ten thousand i don't know it's something weird but we've been here my dad and i have been hearing a lot of pepper talk at the dinner table and we have they have a couple of other plants as well we had a little bit of a tomato disaster the other night um there was a thunderstorm and uh the tomato plant had been growing really really high and we didn't have a tall enough stake so we were just kind of letting it grow um but in the storm it snapped and we lost quite a few tomatoes oh, no. and my mom and my brother were devastated but we did we managed to save the other tomato plant we will have some tomatoes and the other day we picked our first pepper, and I believe it was a garden salsa pepper, which is supposed to turn red at some point, and it hasn't been turning red, but, um, that's See, here's cool. the thing, I was so excited, because I saw new pepper tomato garden on your notes, and I was like, ooh, bell peppers, yeah, they're delish. No, no, no bell peppers. And, and, and they're all spicy and now peppers. now I fear that if I come to visit, when I come to visit, they're gonna be like, ha ha, <laughs> Hey, do you want... Oh, it's all that spicy. It's fine. We would not Have give some. you a ghost pepper. Trust Have me, some. I'm not... I mean... Some some mild salsa. You won't even taste anything. And then I will run screaming. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even sure if tolerance. I'm going to try the ghost pepper. It's, like, insane. I don't think I want to try that, but... Um, yeah, we also have some fresh herbs. We have, we've been using a lot of the basil, some sage, rosemary. Um, my mom figured out a new trick with scallions where you can put the ends of them in water and they will grow and then you can just like cut the ends and have more little mm. scallions. Um, so yeah, we've got a little mini garden on our deck and it is a it's great amazing. time. What about you? What's some of your anecdotes? I want to talk about pollinator lawns because I saw it on TikTok and it looks really cool. I have never actually, well actually I kind of have. Where I live now there's like a lot of people have like front gardens and like you can like walk on the sidewalk and see people's gardens and there are a lot of people with a ton of flowers and it is kind of organized but there's some that are a little bit more chaotic than others but there's like a thing that I've been seeing called pollinator lawns where basically people just put a ton of flowers where their lawn would be and they just like 
let it grow and they don't cut it and then it's just flowers and it's a little bit chaotic but also like amazing for like butterflies and for bees that's so good and it looks really cool and just like those like really really intense like just so many flowers look so good and kind of where in will well where we like where i used to live where sophia lives there's like um like you can't really see people's gardens <laughs> when you're like going around yeah so like i never got to see that but you can see it a lot more where um up here so whoops <laughs> sorry i just dropped something um you can see it a lot more here um, that's kind of cool, cool cause there are a ton of flowers there's so many that's amazing and it looks really cool yeah also moss lawns that's the other one instead of grass if you put moss one you don't have to cut it two it's more comfortable to walk on three it, it takes in more car carbon dioxide like a lot and also it's cool what's your next one um my next one is something i have also seen a lot on tiktok which is gardening grandmas um <laughs> so if you don't really know how tiktok works it's a social media app um and you can there are there is a large variety of stuff on tiktok i know a lot of people think of it as like just a dancing app but really there's a community for everyone there and one of them that i've come across is just a lot of grandmas and it makes me so happy every time i see them um sometimes it's just grandparents dancing sometimes it's i don't know them teaching people on tiktok how to cook no matter what it is, it's always very sweet. Uh, but one of the things I see most often is grandmas um, giving a little tour of their garden and they'll take their phone around and be like, here are my, I guess not mint plants, but here are my herbs and here are my veggies and here are my flowers. And it's very, very cute. I came across one lady who, this isn't necessarily gardening, but she had, she went on a succulent tour she had a bunch of little succulents mm -hmm. and she created a whole backstory for them like here's <laughs> betty and her kids are over here in foster care and then oh, yeah. like here are um bob and holly and bob and holly's kid looks a lot like fernando who's over there and <laughs> it was just very there was a lot of plant drama and i found it so funny and so cute and so every once in a while, I'll come across a grandma giving a little garden tour, and I always watch it, and it's That's the amazing. best. It makes me so happy. What about some shared ones? Sure. For example? Um, well, Bronner and I, as per usual, we do Ambler Farm, which we talk about a lot on the podcast, um, but the... Okay, I'm sorry. I know that's annoying. <laughs> the... <laughs> I mean, the main place where I garden or think about gardening is at the farm. They have Same. two separate gardens. They have the apprentice garden, which is like a slightly smaller one um, with smaller beds. And then the production gardens, which are is like a big field full of plants. There's gardens. Um, there's a garden that's like fenced in. And then behind it, there's a huge field full of plants. And it's great. It's in the direct sun, so not as great. Um, when you're working there at like 11 in the morning, but otherwise, it's a great time. It's very cool. There, are, it's like cool to be a so the production garden they have like a farm stand, so you are directly helping produce things for the farm stand. And I got to work at the farm stand once, 
You and did. so it was kind of cool because I got to be part of like the whole process. Yeah, it was pretty rad. <laughs> um, but there, yeah, there's some good times. That's like, very cool. Uh, one of those things that Sophia wrote down was harvesting blueberries because I have some blueberries. <laughs> and one day, we were there with the person who did our cover art, our one and only Mary. And three of us, you know, picking blueberries with a bunch of kids. And all of a sudden, like, looked down, I'm like, heck, I just, like, sliced my hand open with, like, a piece of metal somewhere on the ground here. That's not Robin right. just kind of turned to me and was like, I'm bleeding. And I, and I was like, you need to go get a Band-Aid, because that's and not I good. Like, nah. And like, I had I to yell at her to go and take care of her bleeding hand. And so I had to be like, hey, I got injured, which, like... <laughs> I was like, it's fine, just tell me where the band-aids are, but no, I had to go with someone, and they were like, let me get the first aid kit, wear a glove on top of this band-aid, so that, like, oh yeah, it was a whole thing, and then I came back. Wait, no, that's not what happened. No. No, what happened? I'm telling the story wrong. Yeah. Because what happened before that is you yelled at me, and then two seconds later, you sliced your hand over on the same Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so I wasn't going to go, but then I... Sophia got injured. Well, yeah, I was yelling at her because I was like, you need to go get a Band-Aid, you are bleeding, and then you were giving me a tough time and so I was like fine and just kept harvesting and then I was bleeding and all of a sudden oh we need to go get a band-aid wow how crazy this is I thought it would stop bleeding but anyways it, it wasn't that bad like it, it was, was it was it was a little it was we're being very dramatic but it was not that bad <laughs> yeah um, um but it was kind of did we ever figure out what it was like some old fencing we think we thought that yeah might have been fine. buried neither of us got like blood poisoning because of a rusty it it wasn't yeah it wasn't it, it wasn't that bad it was not bad but it, it was, was like just some, funny that but it was Bronwyn also had like got a cut and then i was yelling at her to go get a band-aid and she would not and then two seconds later i got a cut and she was like all right band-aid the thing time. was too is we had me sophia and mary were all like in charge of the kids which means we had enough kids for three older kids to take care of so like, which is a lot a of kids number yeah, there were there were quite a few, like like a lot, and then we were like, "Sorry, Mary, <laughs> you're in charge." I feel Which, so like, bad. Again, we kind a of big abandoned difference Mary between, because the difference between having like three people or even two people versus one person having to control a bunch of like ten year olds, eleven year olds is it's a difference. And we're like, "Bye, <laughs> see you later." <laughs> Mary also does have more common sense than the two of us and understood that yeah. it is a good thing and to also, go get band-aids when you are bleeding. And the kids listen to her. So. Yeah, because she's great. <laughs> yeah. So it, it all worked it out fine, time. but it is always an anecdote that I return to. <laughs> like, huh, that was a weird time when we were gardening. It was kind of mm-hmm. bizarre. It was very dramatic. Very dramatic. Now, you have to go and our podcast is, is we have to go both of us this is a so we've been talking for a while but you know if you want to check out um mary because we've talked about her so much this episode you can go to dino bite on instagram that's d-i-n-o dot b-y-t-e 
While you're there, you can follow us at quotes.and.anecdotes. Our friend Ashi has been making these wonderful posts for us, so you'll see a new post every week and some great content. Indeed. Um, I am sorry that we were a little bit of a mess this episode, but (laughs) I did have a fun time recording it, so I hope that you also got a chance to laugh at us. Um... Mm-hmm. You can email us about it. Maybe email Bronwyn some puns. I'm sure she would appreciate that. Oh, please. At, um, very quotes good. At quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, Rate review, subscribe. What did you just do? <laughs> I was playing with a thumbtack and a hair. Why would you? Why? What? How? In what years did you think that would be a good idea? <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was making a bracelet for my cousin because mm-hmm. they're really into bracelet making. And so I had a thumbtack just on my desk so that I could like, you know, tie the strings and have it there. And so it was just sitting there and then I had a hair elastic. And so I was just kind of throwing my hair elastic off of it, but then I accidentally pulled it towards me and it, it kind of stabbed me a little. <laughs> it was fine. I, First the Bye blueberries, guys. now this. <laughs> Yes. Bye. Happy Wednesday. Have a good rest of your week, everyone. Bye. Thank you.